0: that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham and we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Praise the Lord. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Wow. It's good to see you. All right. So last week, I began sharing on the Spirit, isn't it? Sharing on the workings of the Spirit. The workings of the Spirit. See the workings of the Spirit. The of the Spirit. You know, it will, it will surprise you the extent to which the Holy Spirit is involved in our lives. The Holy Spirit is everywhere and is everything. I tell you. The Holy Spirit is where? It's everywhere. And it's everything. There's no Christian life without the Holy Spirit. The difference between Christianity and every other thing is the fact that there's a living person okay, who is alive in Christians. That's the difference. There's a living person who has been made one with our spirits? Hallelujah. Everything concerning us is of the spirit. Everything. You know, last Sunday I ended with a scripture in 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. Let's look at it. 1 John 4, 17. 1 John 4, 17. The Bible says, "Hearing is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world in this is our love made perfect hearing see hearing hearing is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment and i told you that the word judgment means the, the greek word is crisis which is actually the english crisis have you ever had a crisis in your life before? If you've not had any, some is coming. Yes. There are crises. Okay? Crisis. Say crisis. There are crises in life. Now, what will make you glide and fly and survive in the day of crisis? Okay? Is your consciousness of what you are. Spiritually speaking, hallelujah. So, life is not just this. This is not the only reality we have. Okay? Do you think angels are real? Are angels real? How many of you think angels are real? Angels are real. The last time I read a scripture to you in Judges Let's look at, probably you should look at it again Sometimes you think that Because I can't see it with my eyes It is not real There's nothing like that actually um, Judges chapter Chapter 13 It talks about the birth of Samson Okay Let's read from Verse one. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines forty years. And there was a certain man of Zorah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, now thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Have you seen it? Now the angel appeared as a man. So the woman thought that it was a human being, it was a man. But he wasn't a man. He was an angel who appeared as a man. Angels are real. But what makes up the body of an angel? Maybe we should read on. So the angel warned her and all that, and then she vanished. Okay. Now, the woman came to come and tell. You should read it yourself. I read everything, I think about two or three weeks ago. That's why I don't want to read everything. Now, the woman came to tell the husband that I met a man of God. She described the angel as a man of God. But I don't know where he lives. And the man of God told me that I was going to give birth and all that. Hallelujah. Okay, so Manoah, verse 8. Look at verse 8. Then Manoah entreated the Lord and said, O my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come again unto us and teach us what we shall do unto the child that shall be born. And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah. And the angel of God came again unto the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoah her husband was not there. And the woman made his and ran and showed her husband and said unto him, Behold, the man has appeared unto me. That came unto me the other day. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man. And he said unto him, Art thou the man that speakest unto the woman? And he said, I am. And Manoah said, Now let thy words come to pass. How shall we... Order the child, and how shall we do unto him? And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Of all that I said unto the woman, let her beware, she may not eat of anything that cometh of the vine. Okay, look at verse uh, verse fifteen. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, I pray thee, let us detain thee unto which I have made ready a kid for thee. He wanted to prepare some meal for the angel. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Though thou detain me, I will not eat of thy bread. And if thou will offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. For Manoah knew not that it was an angel of the Lord. He did not know that it was an angel he was dealing with. Because the angel appeared as a man. If you've not seen an angel before, you don't need to see one. Someone saw one in the Bible. And it's written for you to see that. There's something called angels. Okay? I shared my testimony the last time. I also, I met an angel that came as a man. Yeah, it happened practically in my life. I'll never lie to you. Okay. Now go to the next verse. As they were sacrificing, and Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, "What is thy name, that when thy sayings come to pass, we may do thee, and I will come and come and look for you and give you something." And the angel of the Lord said unto him, "Why askest thou thus after my name? Seeing it is it is secret." Next verse. And Manoah took a kid with a meat offering and offered it upon a rock. So he was offering a sacrifice unto the Lord. Okay. And the angel did what he did wondrously. Emmanuel and his wife looked on. Look at what the angel did. Next verse: For it came to pass, when the flame went up toward heaven, from the altar, that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. As the fire was going up, the angel of the Lord entered. The man entered the fire and ascended through the fire into heaven. Wow. Now, they saw it. It was real. Do you see, it was real. Say it was real. It was they saw it. There's something like that. Now, the fact that the thing is not made up of flesh and blood does not mean that it does not exist. There's something that exists beyond this flesh and blood. Let me show you another scripture. Can I show you another scripture? In Second Kings. How many of you know Elisha in the Bible? Have you met him before? Second Kings chapter 6. Now, this story is also a very beautiful story concerning something that was happening in the king of Syria's house. The king of Syria will plan to take the king of Judah, to arrest him. As he makes his plans, Elisha will be sitting in his house, seeing the plans of the king of Syria, and then he will tell the king of Judah, don't use this lane, there's a plan to capture you. So they make the plans tonight, in the night, and in the morning they are trying to implement the plan, and the king of Judah is able to escape. So the king of Syria got angry and said, Who is the traitor amongst us? Because I made these plans in my bedroom with just three people. So who is the one who has been saying it? Then one of his servants said, Listen, there's no traitor amongst us. There's an eye in Israel. That's what he said. He said, There's an eye in Israel. And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet that is in Israel. Tell the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. Go to verse 11. Therefore the other the king of Israel sore trouble for this thing. And he called the servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? Which of us, who, who is the one talking to the king of Israel? There was nobody talking to the king of Israel. But Elisha, staying in his house could see what was happening in, in, in the king of Syria's house. Spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> Next verse. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. So they were going to catch Elisha. Okay. Look at verse 14. Let's read it well. Therefore sent he hither horses. The king of Syria sent horses and chariots and great hosts. And they came by night and compassed the city about, the city of Dutan about. Next verse. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early in the morning and gone forth, behold, and host compassed the city, compassed the city both with horses and chariots. Plenty of people surrounded the city where they were. And the servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? How shall we do? We are in trouble. We are going to lose our lives. Look at an next verse. And he answered, fear not. This, this is Elisha talking. Say fear not. fear not. He said, fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And the servant was wondering what Elisha was talking about. Are you a joke? What are you talking about? It's just me and you. Look at an next verse. And Elisha prayed. And said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. The problem is that you can't see. Because these eyes are not trained to see. Spiritual things. Open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of a young man. And he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses. And chariots of fire ran about Elisha. Angels were all over. With swords drawn, riding chariots of fire, swords of fire, waiting for instructions from Elisha. Wow. It's called spirit. Say spirit. Spirit. So the fact that you can't see through your eyes does not mean that it's not there. It is there. There's power. Okay? There's something called power that exists. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. It says, But ye are come unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, then it says, and to an innumerable company of angels. This is our state. How Elisha was found is actually how we are. You see the angels that were in the mountains surrounding Elisha? That is how we are also surrounded by an innumerable company of angels. But it's spiritual, so you will not see with your eyes. You need to believe it. If you don't believe it, you will not have that reality. You know, last Sunday, I was talking about how someone, one of our ladies, um, was in a certain estate in a car, and they robbed everybody apart from her house. They robbed the house by her left, by the right, in front of her, behind her. And they didn't rob her house, because they didn't see her house. You remember, I was telling you. Just on, uh, was it Monday... Monday, just on Monday, one of our sisters here in this church, in her hostel, they were robbing. She said she was learning at 2 o'clock, as at 2 o'clock in the morning, and she saw armed robbers coming in, into the hostel. And when they came, they robbed everybody. She saw them, so she started praying. Am I lying? I'm not lying. Am I lying? She called you at that night. I think you should tell the story, so that they know
1: that something is in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you Daddy. So she called at night around two and um she was like I'm robbers are in the hostel and they are robbing. So they started Room to room. Room to room. So they are coming. They were there
0: for three hours. Yeah. They came at two thirty, they left at five thirty.
1: So they were robbing every room, room to room. So she was afraid. When she called, she was almost crying. And uh there's not much you can do. So I was like What can you do? If you call for the
0: police, they will not come.
1: I remember my wife said let's call police and I said which police? Ghana police it wouldn't do anything so I remember I was very sleepy but I remembered the message so I, I was like let's pray and then we prayed and we said that your room is missing in Jesus name and then my wife said immediately I dropped the phone and I fell asleep so she told them that they should just go into the bathroom and keep quiet and continue speaking in tongues so because her roommates are not in church they didn't believe so at the point I heard her shouting at them that my pastor said we should pray, nothing will happen. Mm. Then they kept quiet. So they were all praying. Then in the morning she sent the text that they robbed everybody apart from them.
0: Yeah. Apart from them. You think the word does not work? It works. You better be serious with God though. You be, you better be serious with God. There's a day of crisis coming. What will give you confidence and boldness in the day of crisis? is your consciousness of what you know. Of what you are. Of what you have become. Through the agency of the Holy Spirit. Do you see? The Holy Spirit is... Is everything. 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 (laughs) And He's real. There's a place called heaven that actually exists. That actually exists. But it is not flesh and blood. But it is there. It actually exists. And it is the spirit of God who brought that into being. Spirit is material and spirit is substance. Just as this dress is material and substance and can be felt, spirit is also like that. Spirit is material and substance. You are one bucket of dust and six buckets of water. That is what you are. We are 75. You can ask the doctors. We are 75% water and we are 25% dust. So, you, as you are, you are seeing that this is without this, I don't believe anything. Brother, you are actually dust and water. What actually keeps you together is the dust because water is full of gases and can evaporate. Water is H2O, isn't it? Oxygen can go, the hydrogen can go. But what keeps you together is the that's part of you. And that's what makes your substance. That's what makes this substance. But beyond this substance, there's other substance. There's other substance which is spirit. Spirit is substance, it is material. But it's a different substance, it's a different material. But it exists and has an influence over this material. And has an influence over this substance. That is why they are demons. Demons are spirits. They have substance, and they have material. They are demon-possessed people. If you've not seen some, I've seen some before. Behaving differently, acting differently, talking differently, very strong. I know, listen, I've had experiences with some things, so, like, I I don't know how to explain it to you. Do you get it? Yeah. I met a demon-possessed person who could beat six strong men. She was a lady. She could beat six strong men. You can't chain her. She tears chains into pieces. Yes. Yes. It was very close to me. Now what was happening. If you bind her, she'll take the chain like this and tear it into pieces. Yeah. What was giving her that strength? There's a, there's a spirit that is influencing her to have that particular power. Well, I quoted Ephesians 6 verse 12 to you the last time. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. There's flesh and blood, but what we are fighting against is not flesh and blood. It goes beyond flesh and blood. Go there. For wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. There's They are rulers of the darkness of this world. You think the world is getting darker? They are rulers. They are people in charge. They are rulers of the darkness of this world. Who so do not like you? Who would want to destroy your life? Who would want to kill you? Your confidence in the day of judgment is based on what you know and what you are. Are you in the church? Yeah. The spirit is, I said it's material. See, it's material. And it's substance. Yeah. Actually exists. Yeah, things like that. They actually exist. They actually exist. For instance, all that you're seeing around came out of the spiritual. The spiritual realm. Everything that you're seeing around. The grass, the trees, the animals, even you. All came out of the spirit. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 Look at Genesis 1, 2 and 3 And the earth was without form and void And darkness was upon the face of the deep And the spirit of God moved upon The face of the waters And God said let there be light And there was light And then God started creating Who that Everything came out of the spirit Okay, In Job chapter 26 verse 13 He says by his spirit he garnished the heavens Look at it Job 26 13 By his spirit Say by his spirit by the spirit of God he garnished Or he beautified the heavens He did every single thing that he did by his spirit By his spirit The Holy Spirit or spirit is the matter Spirit is what? The matter or the substance For making the matter that you can see Okay How can you explain People going to bed and waking up With cancer how can you explain it Explain it for me What explanation will you give You think life is a straight line it's not you have to be serious with God. Do you understand what I'm saying? The day your trouble comes, you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. There are cars that are destined for accidents. They are destined for accidents. Why? There are principalities and powers and darkness, rulers of the darkness of the soul who are interested in the people in that car. And you may be inside too. What will let you escape? What will let you escape? What is different about you? Ask your neighbor, what is different about you? Do you think it is easy to pass 30 years old? It is not easy to pass 30. To be 30 years old is not a joke. It is not a joke. You think it is a joke to be 50 years old? It is not a joke. You have to think twice. (laughs) That is why you have to be conscious of your actual reality, your actual origin, the real you. The real you. You have to be really conscious of the real you. The devil understands power. He doesn't understand any other thing. He understands holy power. He doesn't understand reason and discussion and pity. The devil is a wicked devil. And when he gets you, he will not not joke with you. So what are we saying? We are born of the spirit. And you must be conscious of the fact that I am from another world. I am engaged in another world. My power and my authority is from that other world. And my influence is from that other world. That is what I'm talking about Yeah, That is what will put you ahead Without the reality of That reality you, you will just walk in life as a normal person As a normal person But you are not normal You are super normal Say I'm super normal Why are you super normal? Because you have the life of God in you You are born of the spirit and you are born of the word Because you are born of the spirit and you are born of the word You have that heavenly material you have that heavenly substance. And you are protected. You are, you are in Christ. I don't know if you get it. Christ is real. The body of Christ is real. But it's not seen with the eyes. But you are inside the body of Christ. You are part of the body of Christ. You are a member of the body of Christ. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. Look at 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27. These things are not seen. Everything in the Bible is not seen with the eye. There's not a single thing. Redemption is not seen with the eye. Righteousness is not seen with the eye. Everything is spirit. Salvation is not seen with the eye. How how do you know you are saved? It's not seen with the eye. There's nothing physical about you that shows that you are saved. If there's someone here who is not born again, there's nothing on this face that is written, not born again, or not saved, going to hell. There's nothing like that. But there's something called hell. There's a place called hell that is real. Okay? Yeah. Do you think Jesus was telling a parable when he spoke about the rich man and Lazarus? It was not a parable. The rich man was someone who actually lived. And the people Jesus was talking to knew him. They knew him. They knew Lazarus. They knew the rich man. They knew Lazarus. They knew the rich man. Jesus says that Lazarus died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And when he opened his eyes again, he was in hell where there was torment. He could feel it. I said, spirit is substance. The man could feel the fire, he could feel the test, he could feel everything. Spirit is substance. That is why someone can have a dream that someone has cut hair in the dream. She wakes up and she sees the cut on her skin. You think, it's, how do you explain it? How do you explain Have you seen some before? Or have you heard some before? Yeah. Someone is slabbed in a dream and it shows up outside. Someone's hands, the face is swollen. How do you explain such things? Because there's another realm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Luke chapter 16 is in the Bible. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. Next verse, verse 23. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Easy. Yeah. He was crying out. I thirst, give me water to drink. Because thirst is not only physical. It is also spiritual. Wow. Are you surprised? So we are walking in two worlds. You are living in two worlds. You are living in the realm of the physical that can be seen. And you are living in the, realm of the spiritual, which cannot be seen with the eye. And both were created by the Spirit. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. Look at Colossians 1, verse 15. You see, there's something called spiritual understanding. We need to have spiritual understanding. You need to pray for spiritual understanding. Okay? You need to pray for spiritual understanding. Or else you'll be denied in life. He will be denied in life. I had a testimony during the week. Someone who has never had anybody do anything for him since he was born. Do You understand? Like he's never had anybody give him anything. Not a dress for, for free. Nothing. Like nobody apart from the people who are... You get say, like maybe his father, his mother is doing something for him. And they are poor. Very poor family. So if it doesn't come from mother, father... Nobody else does anything for them. Nothing. He hears the gospel for the first time. Two weeks later, someone buys him a motorbike. Someone buys him a motorbike. Someone that he doesn't know buys him a motorbike. You think it's ordinary? It's not ordinary. There are things you don't need to buy. There are things you don't need to purchase with money that will come to you. It's called favor. And it's spiritual. Do you understand? It is spiritual. It is give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. pressed down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall I cause men to add unto your bosom? God causes for men to add unto your bosom. It's not normal for someone to do something good for you. It's not normal. It's a spiritual thing. So your eyes need to open to the fact that everything we are doing, the singing we are doing is spiritual. The word we are preaching is sp- Everything is spiritual. Church is spirit. Do you understand? church is spirit everything here is spirit last week god told me that there was someone around who had a deaf ear if there's deafness in your ear one of your ears you can just stand up right now you are deaf in one ear god told me last week to pray for the person i forgot if you are deaf in one ear, which one is it this one put your finger inside can you close your eyes everybody Father, thank you for opening this deaf ear in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you that as you did in Israel, opening deaf ears and opening blind eyes, this deaf ear is no different. And it opens right now in the name that is above every name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, open it. Look at me. Now close the other ear. Can you hear me? You can hear me. Can you hear with it? You can hear with it. Now, who did that? Who did that? There's spiritual material. Whatever it is, if it is a missing, whatever inside, there's, there's something that is spalled, a eardrum is spalled, something, the Holy Spirit can fix it in a second. I didn't touch him. He himself put his finger there and it has opened. Has he opened? You can hear me. Wow. Thank God. You may take your seat. Give the Lord some praise. It's a reality. I just want you to have that consciousness. It's a reality. It's something that really exists. Okay? And it is higher. Like I said, it is higher than this one. That is what makes everything here. The Holy Spirit is what makes everything here. Hallelujah. Even your understanding. Those of you who are in school, your understanding, the ability to understand what is being taught. Okay, The ability to know what to do, how to calculate things, is from the Spirit. You can know something you didn't learn. Oh, yes. Read about Daniel. You'll see it. Daniel chapter 5. you see it there. Okay, you, let's go on. Colossians one let Let's read from verse 14 so that we understand it even some more. Okay, Let's read 13 so that we understand. We want to understand it. Giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet or qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. There's an inheritance of the saints in light. Hallelujah. (laughs) Which is spiritual. It's not physical. Then he says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness? There's something called the power of darkness. Which human beings are delivered from. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. There's a kingdom of his dear son which exists. Actually. (laughs) And it's spiritual, you will not see it physically, but it is there, it exists and it works. Everything works in there powerfully. Next verse. In whom? So he's talking about Jesus Christ. He says, In Christ, we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Next verse. All these things are spiritual. Never read the Bible with a mind that with the physical mind. I don't know if you get it. It's called spiritual understanding. There's understanding that is spiritual. Okay. There's an understanding that is spiritual. For instance, okay, keep your finger here. Go to Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians 2:1. Two, "And you as he made alive or quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Next verse, wherein in time past, you walked according to the course of this world. There's something called the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air, there's a prince of the power of the air. The spirit is a spirit. Okay. The spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. People are disobedient to God and to his word because of a certain spirit that is working inside them, which is actually working in the atmosphere. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh It's a spirit. There's a spirit that makes people fornicate. Fornication is spiritual. It's not, it's not normal. You think you can't stop physically. It takes the spirit to stop. Yeah. Adultery is spiritual lying is spiritual. It's a spirit that works in the chain of disobedience. Look at the next verse. Among whom also we all had our conversation in time past. In the last of our flesh. Why why is the last of the flesh there? There's a spirit behind the last of the flesh. That is why the Bible says that walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. The way to not fulfill the last of the flesh is to walk by another spirit which is the Holy Spirit. Because there's another spirit that works in the flesh causing the flesh to behave the way it does. You say I'm a homosexual I can't stop. You see it's not you. There's something that is working on you. Making you want to do those things. I'm a lesbian, I can't stop. There's something spiritual. There's a spirit. It's not normal. You think it's your mind. It's not your mind. That makes you attracted to ladies. Another lady. No, no, no. no. It's not your mind. There's something. There's an influence. Uh, Prophet Adam went to one of our churches. you know, And he was praying for some people. And the lady started manifesting. All over, all over, all over. Then he told the lady, it's because of some sex you had with some people. That is why these things are in your life. Yeah. And she thought she could lie there. She said, "Oh, it's not true. Then he went into detail. That's what the prophetic does. He went into detail to let her know this and this and this and this. There's a bead. There was a bead on her hand that was given to her by somebody. She didn't know that that connected her to a certain spirit. And there was something, a bag that was given. That connected it to another one. Things. Physical things with things spoken on it. Ah, the Bible says in Acts chapter 19 that Paul, aprons and handkerchiefs left the body of Paul and carried the spirit. And whoever had an evil spirit, when they laid the handkerchief on the person, the evil spirit left. The same applies on the other side. There are things, there are bags are spoken, things are spoken on it. (laughs) Gamalin 20. Something is inside. Something is inside. And they are selling it. You are going to buy some. Yeah. What will make certain things not influence you? Spirit, you must be conscious of what you have become. Okay? You must be. See, I'm a child of God. Child of God. Say it again I'm a child of God. Child of God. That is why you need, to, you need to meditate on the scriptures and have a hold on what the word of God says for you. Be strong in it. One lady who was a witch and had been worrying. A family. So much. You know? So much. This is Bishop Oedipo's story. So much. And Bishop Oedipo was so sad that the witch was having her way in that family. So he went to that house and took the lady and put her in there. He says he was praying at around 10pm. That's what was praying. The lady's toss-off. Well, see, well acclaimed She acclaims it. Like, I'm a witch. This is what I do. And I also, I'm still doing it. And nobody can do anything about it. So he got angry. Bishop Pitbull said he got angry and drove to his house, to the lady's house, and took her and put her into his car and drove her to a bush and told her, Walk here. And then she walked there. Walk here and then she walked there. Then he saw a river and said, Walk into the river. Then the lady said, I beg you, I can't do that. <laughs> then he asked the lady, Why is the devil to help you? He said, oh, We can't come here as long as you are here. He can't come here as long as you are here. Now, the people she was working are Christians. They are Christians. Why was it happening there? Because they don't believe, they took, they have no clue of what has happened to them. No clue. No knowledge. The Bible says that for the lack of knowledge. My people perish. For the lack, my people, my people, because they don't know. They know not, neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. I have said that ye are gods and that ye are children of the most high. But they shall die like men and like one of the princes of this world. Why? Because you don't know. Knowledge is so powerful. Knowledge of what God has done for you makes all the difference. Yeah. That is why he says that, remember in Ephesians 4 verse 17, he says, by this you can have confidence in the day of crisis. Because as he is, so are we now in this world. Do you know what you have become? Do you know what you are in the spirit? In the spirit, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is what has happened. That is what has happened. We are seated together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Nothing and no one should be able to destroy you. You must know it. It's called spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding. So, the Holy Spirit makes an effort to help you to understand. Okay? That's what the Holy Spirit does. He helps you. He's called the spirit of power. And I want to show you a little bit more about that. Okay? Can I help you with that? I said the only language that devil understands is power. If you can't stand and speak, it will take advantage of you. If you don't know what you have become, anything goes. You flow according to the course of this world. And you will never realize your destiny. Everybody has a destiny. Supernatural, beautiful destiny. Hmm? For I know the thoughts that I have towards you Say the Lord Thoughts of good Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 For I know the thoughts that I think towards you Say the Lord Thoughts of peace and not of evil Thoughts to give you an expected end This is, this is your destiny This is your destination Good, bring you to an expected end What is your expected end? A good, beautiful end You leave this earth Fulfilled Strong, beautiful Rich, blessed, changing many lives. That's God's destiny for your life. But not many are able to get there. Not many are able to get to that expected end because they don't know. And they treat their ignorance as nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you see? They treat don't treat your ignorance of the word of God as nothing. With pride, I don't know, and I don't care. You don't know what you are losing. You don't know what you are losing. I don't know what is wrong with you. It shows that there's another influence working on you. Which is not the Holy Spirit. If it was the Holy Spirit, you would want to know. You would seek, you would want to know the word of God. You'd want to know the Bible. You will know you will listen to messages. We tell you listen to a message, and it's like we are singing tricky taking little stars. How I wonder what you are. Until your challenge comes, until your problem comes, until affliction comes. Don't wait for affliction to come. Do you understand? Don't wait. Don't wait. Tell them but don't wait. wait. Be, smart. be smart. Be smart. Hallelujah. See, I'll never go down. I'll, never go down. I'll, always go up. I'll always go up. Yeah. I'll always go up. I can never be poor in my life. Never. I'm not giving you a confession. I'm telling you my reality. I will never be poor in my life. Never. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. I can never be sick. There's no hospital bed that can contain me. I tell you the truth. I speak the truth. I lie not. My conscience bear me witness. I will never lie on any hospital bed. Ever. Ever. For no reason. And no devil has out of hell can touch me. Not even one. One day I was asleep and I opened my eyes and I saw a demon sitting by me. Trying to come close. Right here in this house of mine. Yeah. Trying to come close. I woke up and I just said, come on, get out of this place. And he left. He has no option. They will try, but they can't. They always try, but they can't. But for some, they try and it works. Why? They don't know. Ignorant fools. They have no idea. And they are not bothered. That is what worries me. You are not bothered of the fact that you don't know the word of God. You don't know that God has elevated us beyond all principality and powers and might and spiritual wickedness. You don't know that we are above them. So no matter what they do, they can only be under your feet. Spirit, say spirit. spirit. Let me try and show you some more, okay? Jesus, first of all, you know Jesus, right? Jesus, first of all, was conceived by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit was involved in Jesus' conception. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Look at Matthew 1:18. Matthew 18. let Let's trace Jesus' life and see how Jesus was. And see how Jesus' life and our life are the same. Jesus and us, there's no difference. Same. Same life. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. She was found with child of who? The The Holy Spirit was responsible for brooding over Mary. For that child to be produced. How did the Holy Spirit do that? The Holy Spirit is all powerful. Like I said, He is the power for bringing material substance physically. Physical substance. He's the power that brings physical substance. I don't know if you get it. Yeah. So he brooded on the woman and she conceived. Luke chapter 1 verse 35. Look at Luke chapter 1 verse 35. Same thing written there when the angel was announcing the birth of Jesus. Look at how the angel said it. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of God. Why? Because the holy ghost shall overshadow thee. The power of the highest shall come upon thee. And you shall conceive. And that holy thing shall be called the son of God. Now, we are also called the sons of God. Isn't it? Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 14. As many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Look at verse 15. Verse 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage. That's the spirit we have received. He says, We have not received the spirit of bondage. Again, to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the spirit of adoption. He's the one who brings you and makes you a child of God. This adoption is not adopting someone's child. This adoption is the spirit that brings you, or tests you into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And makes God your father. God is now your father. If God is your father, what does that make you? Can anything happen to God? Can anything happen to God? Why should things happen to you? Can any bad thing happen to God? Why won't any bad thing happen to God? He's God. He knows everything. He knows everything. Same with us. Same with us. First Corinthians chapter 2. I don't know if I'm helping you at all. I know it's like it's class sixth message but I'm trying to make it simple for everybody. To understand, there's a reality. We don't walk around like that. Nobody walks around like that. It's only Christians who walk around like that. It's a very sad story. Only Christians walk around. It's nothing. You are just moving. It's not supposed to be like that. Why should someone kidnap you and slaughter you? Do you know how you would die? Ask anybody. Do you know how you would die? What did he say? You don't know. You have to know. You have to know. You have to know. And you can know. (laughs) I said you have to know and you can know. First Corinthians 2, verse 9. Let's read from verse 6, okay? So that we understand it more. How do we speak wisdom among them that are perfect or them that are mature? There's a certain wisdom. What I'm talking about is is the wisdom of God. I'm telling you the understanding, the putting together of God. Okay? How God thinks. When God thinks about you, when God sees you, how does he think? What does he see? God sees what he has done in Christ for you. How that you are now in Christ and Christ is in you. And that you are not ordinary. How that you are now planted in heaven with him. Even though you are sitting here on earth, you are actually located, your actual location is in heaven. Oh, Philippians chapter 3 verse 20. Let's read a lighter version. Okay, this is good, amplified. But we are citizens of the state of the commonwealth of the homeland which is in heaven. And from it, from heaven, we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah and Savior. This is a reality. We are citizens, not of Ghana, citizens of heaven, and it's real. Jesus said it to us, was we talking to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. Nicodemus asked him a question and as Jesus was talking to him he said, I've spoken of the things that I know that I've seen and you don't believe me no man has ever ascended to the the heavens John 3, 13 look at John 3, 13 and no man has ascended up to heaven this is Jesus talking Jesus is sitting on earth talking to Nicodemus just like you're sitting here and I'm talking to you and as he's talking to Nicodemus he says, that, listen, no man has ascended up to heaven but he that came down from heaven Jesus knew where he had come from He knew that he came down from heaven Even the son of man Which is in heaven He was he's just he's sitting here talking to Nicodemus And he's saying that no man has gone to heaven before It's just the one who came from heaven The son of man Then he says even the son of man Which is in heaven He is in heaven Now Jesus was sitting here yet he said I am in heaven Why? Because heaven is not only a location you go to Heaven is also a state In which we live Just like a madman. Listen, have you ever seen a madman queuing to go to the hospital before? Have you ever seen a madman going to the hospital before? Do madmen have malaria? Do they sleep outside? They sleep outside. Do they have cholera? Have you ever seen a madman pooping all over the place? If you ask him, cholera, cholera. There's nothing like that. Even though they eat from the gutters. They eat every bad thing you can think about. But nothing happens to them. Why? Why? Ask your neighbor, why? why? They are in the state of madness. They are in a state of madness where viruses do not work and bacteria do not work. Bacteria doesn't work there. But you take something for us again and you realize that, hey, something is happening to you. You wet some gobe and then you started running. The gobe was not taken from the bowler. No, it was not taken from the ball. It was bored nicely. Everything is fine. But you start running. Why? Because you are not conscious of where you are from. There's another place where we are from. It's called heaven. To be born again means to be born from heaven. Don't you understand? Is it too difficult to understand? Yeah, it's literal. it's not a figurative thing. it's literal. You are born from above, you are born from heaven, and that is where you live. If you are born somewhere, is that are you not in there? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'm not, I'm not ordinary. Just as Jesus was born by the agency of the spirit, born by the influence of the Holy Spirit, the influence of the spirit and his power. Brought him into being. Same thing with us. Same thing with us. Same thing with us. Now look at this. Go to the one in Luke. Luke 35 Look at this. And then you answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. Say the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. How did we become the children of God? We became the children of God through the same means. Through the same means. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Look at Acts 1 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So the Holy Spirit came upon them. If you read in Acts chapter 2 verse 1, the Bible says that the Spirit of God came upon them. And when He came upon them, they all became born again. Then they were all through the Holy Spirit. I pray for understanding for everybody. I pray for spiritual understanding for everybody. I pray that your mind will open to understand what I'm telling you. Because this is the secret of life, actually. The people go born again by the overshadowing of the Spirit. That is how they became born again. That is why they are all sons of God. Same thing. We are also overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. Do you see? That is why I tried to explain to you last week. We are born of the Word and we are born of the Spirit. John chapter 3, verse 3 and verse 5. Look at John 3, 5. Jesus answered, "Very, really, very. Really I say unto you, a certain man be born of water and of the Spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So we are born of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives birth to us, and because the Holy Spirit gives birth to us, we are now the sons of God. Do you see? We are now sons and daughters of God. In reality, in reality, you don't have to feel it. it makes no difference. You don't have to feel anything. But the reality is the fact that you have now been born of God, and you are different." You are different. See, I'm different. I'm different. Now, after I've been born again, the Holy Spirit comes into your life. Okay, there's, there's another experience called receiving the Holy Spirit. Now, in Luke chapter 3, verse 25. Look at Luke 3, 25. Let's read 22, rather. Luke 3, 22. This is the baptism of Jesus. Go up. Go to, let's read from verse 20 so it makes more sense, Okay. Added yet above the prison. Next slide, verse 21. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. Now, there were other people sitting there, they didn't see the heaven opening. They didn't see the heaven open because their eyes are not trained to see heaven open. That's why I said it's called spiritual understanding. You need to get spiritual understanding. They didn't see it. Just like that boy could not see the angels were in the place with Elisha and had to be prayed for for his eyes to open. So I'm going to pray for you for your eyes to open. That's what I'm going to pray for you for. And the Holy Ghost descended. So heaven opened and the Holy Ghost descended in a body shape like a dove upon him. Now, the Holy Spirit is the one who conceived him, isn't it? But this is another experience of the Holy Spirit coming upon him in the shape of a dove or the Holy Spirit descended the descent. He's actually describing the descent. The descent was like the way a dove descends on descends or or, or lands like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven which said thou art my beloved son in thee I am well pleased so the Holy Spirit came upon him go to chapter 4 verse 1 Luke 4 1 and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost the Spirit of God descended upon him to live in him Jesus even though he was born of the Spirit did not attempt doing anything for God until he was endued with the Spirit or until the Holy Spirit had come into him. Jesus did not attempt ministry. He didn't attempt to do anything. Jesus couldn't heal the sick. He couldn't raise the dead. Son of God, he was carried. Herod wanted to kill him. So they had to carry him and run away to Egypt. Son of God, he was born of God But they had to carry him and run away to Egypt because Herod wanted to kill him as a baby. And he had to be hidden. Yes, born of the Spirit. For years. But at age 30, he had another experience. Called the coming upon and the filling of the Holy Spirit. And this is what happens when you receive the Holy Spirit and start speaking in tongues. What happened to Jesus here is the same thing that happens to you. Same thing. Jesus received the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came upon him to settle in him, to live in him. Do you see? Same thing. The Holy Spirit came upon the disciples in Acts chapter 1. Verse Jesus told them that you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost come upon you. And it happened to them in Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 4. The Holy Spirit came upon them and came to live inside them with his power. Every power that you can think about. All the power of the universe. All the power that created the heavens and earth. Remember, it's the Holy Spirit who made the heavens and made the earth. I was trying to show that to you. It's the Holy Spirit who made all the angels. It's the Holy Spirit who did everything that you can see. Now, that Holy Spirit, that person that creates that material, is the one who has come into you because you are born again. The born again experience prepares you to receive Him. That's why a lot of people are born again, but then they don't have power. They can't even understand spiritual reality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the Holy Spirit brings, when you receive the Holy Spirit to your life, like Jesus did, I've just showed sure you, Jesus did that. He received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came upon him. When he came up out of the water, praying. The Bible says that the heavens was open. The Spirit descended in the form of a dove, And he was driven. He was full of the Holy Ghost. And went to the desert to be tested of the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights. And he returned in the power of the Spirit. Now the day he received the Holy Spirit. That day the power of the Spirit came. But the power of the Spirit increases. As you fast and pray. And consider what is inside you. So the disciples received power. All the power of God is inside you. All of it. The Holy Spirit is inside you with everything he has. The Holy Spirit is where? Inside. Is inside you with what? Everything with all. The Holy Spirit is inside you without measure. No measure. Look at John 3, 32. John chapter three 30, verse 32. And what he has seen and heard, that he testified. And no man received his testimony. Verse 33. He that received his testimony has set... To receive that God is true, verse 34. For he whom God has sent, this is Jesus talking of. For he whom God has sent, speaketh the words of God, for God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Jesus said that God has given him the Spirit, not by measure. The Holy Spirit is inside, completely. Same thing, same experience happens to us. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive all the Holy Spirit, not without measure, measureless. Am I here? With all myself? Can I be here and be there at the same time? If I'm here, I'm here. Isn't it? Uh I can't be here with half of myself. Same thing. The Holy Spirit comes into your life with all of himself. All of himself. Not some. All of himself. So all the fullness of God is inside you. All the fullness of God is inside you. That is why I can pray for his ears to open. Do you see? There's power inside So when I talk, something can happen. It's not exclusive to me. It's it's also, it it is your story too. The difference is that you have not paid attention to what is inside you. You are looking for everything everywhere else, when everything is inside you. That is the difference. The Holy Spirit is inside you, working in you. The Holy Spirit is inside you doing what? Working in you. But he doesn't work in you without your consent. Let me show you some of the things. Okay, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. Look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. And to know the love of Christ, which surpasses all understanding, surpasses all knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Next verse, verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding... Read this to me, one to go, Everybody. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? You didn't see it. Read it once again. One to go. So, why why is it that your prayers are not answered? Why is your prayer not answered? Because it says, Now, unto him that is able to do exceedingly, exceeding, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. But he does it according to the power that worketh in us. Because all of his power is inside you now. What is the rate to which the power is working inside you? All of you, if you get it. Yeah. yeah. How is the power working inside you? The Holy Spirit does nothing without your consent. Okay? Yeah. The business will not work, the contract will not happen. You will not be able to win souls. You will not be able to do a lot of things because the power is, is there. Every, all the power is there, but you have not worked the power yet. You have not stared it up. That's the right word. You have not stared it up. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 and verse 7. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, 6 and 7. Stop praying looking up into heaven. God is not going to answer you from heaven. He will answer you from within. And he is inside you in the Holy Spirit. God is inside you and you are looking for everything everywhere. Come and be God by me. Come and be God by me. Follow me wherever I go. I'm praying. God, do something for me. Lord, do something for me. He's just right here. This is even It's not a correct representation. You're actually moving around with him. He's inside you. God, give me this. God, why me? Why am I crying? Why did the boy break my heart? And you are trying try and get my attention. Try and get my attention. He's trying to get about God. God, why? God, bring this to me. God, do this for me. God, make my mother, get my mother healed. Brother, he's not going to get, he's here. He's here. He's with you. By you. You see, you are looking everywhere else because you are looking. it's You are frustrating God because He's trying very hard to get your attention, but you are not my name. God, where is my school fees? It's inside. The school fees is inside you.
1: Inside.
0: Bible <laughs> well, says there's none that stirred up himself to take a hold of God. Psst. Next week I'll talk about that. You can take a seat. He says, wherefore, I put thee in remembrance. Look at this. Look at this scripture. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance. I put thee in remembrance. That thou stay up the gift of God. What gift of God is he talking about? The spirit. Go to Acts chapter 2. Let me show you the gift. Acts chapter 2, verse 33. Kola, Hade, Bele. May the Lord give you understanding. Acts chapter 2. Verse 33. Therefore, being by the right hand of God, exalted and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this which you now see and hear. Have you seen it? Now, go down. Verse 37. Peter was preaching and he said that word. Verse 37. Now, when the people heard this, when they heard this, they were prayed in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the men, apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Next verse. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive what? The gift. You shall receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Or the gift of the Holy Ghost. Have you seen it? So the gifts Paul is talking about over there is none other but the Holy Spirit. I'll now show you very soon. Look at, go, go to that place. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. Wherefore I put in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands. Next verse. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. The gift he gave to us is not the spirit of fear. But he has given us the spirit of power. The spirit of what? Power. And the spirit of love. And the spirit of a sound mind. Who is the spirit of power? The Holy Ghost is the spirit of power. Who is the spirit of love? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of love. Who is the spirit of a sound mind? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of sound mind. He says that spirit is inside. All you need to do now is to stare it up. How do you stare it up? As you speak in tongues, what are you doing? You are staring up that power inside you. You see how Jesus opened blind eyes? First of all, do you see how Jesus did the will of God? Jesus said that my meat or my food is to do the will of him that sent me and finish it. How many of you want to obey God? Is it a difficult thing to obey God? Oh, be honest. Is it a difficult thing to obey God? Yeah. Are you not trying to stop some things and it's not working? Yeah. Are you not trying? I know some people who don't want to come to church. They don't want to come to church because they feel that when they come, we will say something about what bad the bad thing that they are doing. Do you get it? Yeah. Uh-huh. They feel that we will say something that will really, like, a bit chino. I don't know how to say that in English. A bit chino. Nobody likes any bad thing. Actually, nobody likes... If you're a true child of God, if you are really born again, you actually don't like what you are doing. You don't like the bad thing that you're doing. You don't. Yeah, you don't. You feel bad. You feel bad that an older man is sleeping with you for money. Or you feel bad. That is why you are not okay. You see, you feel bad that you're a thief. You feel bad that you can't preach to somebody. Because you know it's not that you don't know. You know that you're supposed to preach to people and bring them to Christ. But there's no power. You, 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 you feel weak. Jesus said that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Even Jesus said it. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You feel the pain when someone is sick and you pray for the person and nothing happens. Don't you feel it? It's like you are you are power, you are useless. One lady texted me during the week because her uncle died. You know, the uncle died on Monday morning. And she came for us to pray. She prayed with her pastor on Sunday morning concerning her uncle that my uncle will leave. But the uncle died. So she sent a message that after all the prayers and after all this and after all that, it didn't work. Do you see? Now she's feeling very bad and she's even criticizing God that the thing did not work. Is it God's fault? Do you think it's God's fault? One day Jesus was in a boat with some of his disciples and a storm came. Bostre storm. Filling the boat, Jesus was asleep in that same boat on a pillow. With water in the boat. And they came to wake him up. Then they said, "Master, carry us not down. Do you not care that we are sinking?" Then you said stood up. You see, they were blaming him for something he did not do. Is it the one brother waves? he's not the one brother waves. He was sleeping. Remember, he had given a word that let us close over to the other side. He had given a word, but they didn't believe in the word. No matter what happens to you during the period of when the word was given and when the word is fulfilled, it makes no difference. What God has said is what will happen. And Jesus was sleeping in the boat. He didn't care about what was going on. Then he came. Don't you care? As far as he's concerned, we are crossing over to the other side, no matter what's happening. Then he woke up and calmed the storm and said, "Peace be still. And the storm, the storm became quiet. That sea is quiet to date. See, Jesus told it to be quiet. It has been quiet from that day to date. It has never had the storm again for 2,000 years. It's called the Dead Sea now. Yeah. It's quiet. It doesn't talk much. It doesn't talk. The waves are very cool. They don't talk. They don't rise. Yeah. Hallelujah. You feel bad. But listen the power to do what God wants you to do, the power to stop what God does not want you to do. The power to change things around you, the power to preach to people. Remember, it says that, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses. So, there's a power to make you a witness, and that power is inside you. That power is actually the first reason why the power of God comes to you is not so that you can solve your problems, it's so that you can preach. As you preach, all your problems get solved, and that power is inside. How do you steal that power? Speak in tongues. Listen, you have to speak in tongues not the residual thanks you have you only speak in tongues when you come to church am i lying and even that one you make sure you miss opening prayer you will make sure you miss because we speak in tongues during opening prayer and during confessions you miss it and you come at 11 a.m so you realize that you've not spoken in tongues the whole day the whole week a whole month are you spoken in tongues if you need the bucket full for of speaking in tongues for power to be released You've spoken in tongues, two drops of water into the bucket. And you are are feeling bad, you're expecting things to work. You are feeling bad that you can't obey God. You are feeling bad that you can't, you can't, what are you talking about? How can you eat your cake and have it? What is wrong with you? It doesn't work like that. He says it's according to the power that works in you. Do you understand? Listen, there's something spiritual that we have. How can you command money to come? How can your offerings produce fruits for you when you're not speaking in tongues? No, how, how, how is that going to work? You must speak in tongues. You must speak in tongues. Do you understand? Look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Philippians 2, 13. Read this to me. One to go. For it is God. Say it is God. God. I'm talking about the workings of the Spirit. The Spirit of God works. Okay? There's a workings of the Spirit. That makes you so powerful. So influential. For it is God. Say it is God. God. Which worketh worketh in me. me. Both to will. Do you see? So God is like, who is God? John chapter four verse twenty four, God is a spirit. Okay, the spirit is God and God the spirit. John four twenty four. Put it there. Maybe they think I'm lying. Readers, one to go. I worship him. Must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you can't get into touch with God without spirit, isn't it? Obviously, God is a spirit. Now, the other one that we read in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, he says that it is God who is at work in you. Working in you for what? Both to will and to do of his own good pleasure. What sustains me from not doing foolish things and helps me to do good things and do... What makes me read the Bible? Do you get it? What makes me God is at work in me to will to read the Bible and to do what He's willing in me. Yeah, that's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit is a driving spirit. Okay? He's a driving spirit. Hmm? He gives you the ability, he gives you the desire, and he drives you to do it. Let's read the amplified of this. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and the desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. God knows that you cannot keep his command. It is difficult not to fornicate, I tell you. I can attest to that fact because I'm a human being. I have flesh and blood. When you see women, things come. You see, someone has been waiting for me to say this. See, he has stood up. The whole service, that's all he wants to hear. Yeah. When we become serious small, now, everybody's confused. But when we, when we start talking about some of these things, everybody becomes excited. It is difficult not to fornicate. And guess what? Fornication will destroy you. <laughs> you think it's a joke? You think fornication is a joke? Fornication is the only thing that transcends his body into the spirit. The only thing. That's why people have things transferred to them. The number one thing that is used to uh, secure cultic powers like to do the initiation. The number one thing is sex. I tell you, you keep having sex, you'll be surprised. Next month, I'll teach on, on fornication the dangers of fornication. That's what I'm going to teach. Yeah, because a lot of us don't hear, we don't really understand. So, you need to really understand. Uh-huh. I'm saying one of those things for you, yeah. Keep fornicating, you'll be surprised. You are deleting your future. Why do you think do you think Joseph was a fool? Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Couldn't Joseph have slept with Potiphar's wife and repented later? Couldn't he have? Like you have been doing. Because when you finish, you just Lord, Grace, Lord, change, change me. Joseph was not a fool like some of us are fools. He knew that one act would delete his future. He knew. So a lot of us have deleted our future and we don't even know. He deleted a lot of things. A lot of things that could have happened very easily for you It's not going to happen. God has forgiven you but you should know that you have deleted a lot of things in your life. Just know it. Just know it. Uh Yeah, you have to feel sorry for yourself. (laughs) But God in his mercy, I don't know what he will do for you. That one day, I don't know. I don't know. If you have truly repented, it will come. We will show you scriptures. That is not my subject for the day. Please, let me preach. My gospel. Spirit, say spirit. 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 Hallelujah. hallelujah only the holy spirit can make you holy because he's called the spirit of holiness he's the holy spirit don't you know his name he's called holy spirit he's the only one who can curb your feelings romans chapter one verse four look at romans chapter one verse four so he he he, he says god is at work in you bought away to away he makes you willing to go in the right place and causes you to do what he saying? What do you need to do? He, da- he doesn't do it on his own. There's nothing that the Holy Spirit does on his own because he's a, he's a spirit of gentleness. He will not just infringe on your rights and do it. He will do it when you ask him to. How do you ask him to? Through your spirit. Through the speaking in tongues. Through speaking in tongues. Look at this. Let's read from verse 3 so that we understand it more. Concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. Verse 4. And declared to be the son of God with what? He was declared to be the son of God with power. You also be declared to be the son of God with power. According to the spirit of holiness. The Holy Spirit is called the spirit of holiness. Without him you cannot walk in holiness. It is not possible. He is the only one to work in you. The willingness. The fear. It is called the fear of the Lord. You become afraid to do certain things. You become afraid to not read your Bible. Some people think that not reading their Bible is always nothing. We just know it's nothing. When your day of calamity comes, you understand that it was something that you were deleting. Only the Holy Spirit. So you need the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Isn't it? You need Him to work in your life. Let me show you more. Look at Ephesians 3, 7. This is Paul talking. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gifts of the grace of God given unto me by what the effectual working of his power the effectual working of his power is what gives you grace. Do you get it? Grace for what? Grace for every aspect of your life. Grace for everything. And grace is, grace has favor in it. Grace what makes you beautiful. <laughs> it's not makeup. Grace is what makes you beautiful. <laughs> I tell you. Makeup is powerful. Makeup, there's nothing wrong with makeup is powerful. But there's something beyond makeup. It's called grace. Grace is what makes you acceptable everywhere you go. It's grace that will make you get a visa. Grace is what makes people get visas. Nothing else. Grace. Your documents can, can do whatever. Grace. Grace is what makes you stand there when they see your face. As soon as they see your face, they change their mind. Grace what makes you acceptable and attractive. Do you understand? Yeah. That's what makes you acceptable and attractive. For the job. You think you are the only one looking for the job? You were a joke. The power of God is actually expressed in the grace of God. Yeah. When you come, everybody is calmed down. Do you see? Huh? People make way for you when you arrive. It's grace that will let you fly around the world. <laughs> it's grace that will make you be able to preach the gospel in the hardest of places for it to work. How does it come? It's according to the effectual working of his power. The effectual working of his power. So the power of God is what makes get your prayers answered. Remember. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Your prayers will not be answered. You can pray till you die. It will not be answered. If the power in you is two drops of water, two drops, forget it. Is the power of God working in you that causes the grace of God to function in you? Is the power of God working in you that causes you to be willing? Okay? To be willing and to do all the good pleasure of God. And it is all hinged in you staring up that power, that spirit of power that is at work in you. How? By speaking in tongues. 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 As you speak in tongues, you are staring up the power. As you are speaking in tongues, you are staring up the power. You are staring up the power. James chapter 5, verse 17. James 5, 17. Let's read 16, so that it makes more sense. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. Then it says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, if you read it here, you may not understand it well. The Greek words that are used is expressed more in the Amplified. Let's read the Amplified. Confess to one another therefore your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins. And pray also for one another. That he may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The rest is what I want you to see. The spirit of power is what reveals itself in miracles. Hmm? Keep your finger here. Galatians chapter 3 verse 5. Go to Galatians 3 5. Then we'll come back to this. Let's read the King James. He therefore that ministered to you the spirit. You see, we minister spirit. And worketh miracles among you. The word "worketh miracles." The word "worketh" is the same word for effectual working everywhere. The one who worketh miracles among you do whether he by the works of the spirit of the law or by the hearing of faith. It is the spirit of power that causes you to be able to work miracles. For instance, First Corinthians chapter twelve, <laughs> verse four. Look at First Corinthians twelve four. Look at this. Now there are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. They are diverse of what? Gifts. But it's the same Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who is inside you that works them. Look at the next verse. Verse 5. And there are differences and ministrations, but the same Lord. Verse 6. And they are diverse of operations, but it is the same God which worketh. The word worketh is the same word worketh that is everywhere that I'm showing you. Do you see? It's the same God that worketh all and in all. It is God in you working all and in all. Verse 7. But the manifestation the spirit is given to every man to provide with all. Everybody has the Holy Spirit inside. If you, if you receive the Holy Spirit, he's in you with all his varied gifts. Gifts of healing, gifts of prophecy, whatever. It's all there. Look at an exit. For to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who does it. Have you seen it? The Holy Spirit is the one who does it. He brings you into power. The power of God inside you. He brings you to having it expressed all around you. Look at verse 11. You can read the rest of yourself. Go to verse 11. But all these worketh that one and the self-same spirit divided to every man severally as he will. The self, he works it. The Holy Spirit works it inside you. And I've told you that he doesn't work alone. He doesn't just work. How does he work? Through speaking in tongues. Through your praying. Through prayer. As you pray. Don't joke with prayer. You can't speak in tongues for one hour and be the same. There's something that happens to you. There's something that happens to you. There is something that happens to you. Have you ever spoken in tongues for an hour before? If you have not, you are missing too much. Do you know boldness? When there's a problem happen, when there's something happen, do you know what I do? Do You know what I do? Listen, there's nothing that can stand against me as it's not possible. I've had too many things try to stand up against me, but I know, I always know what to do. All I need to do is to have a prayer party and start speaking in tongues. What am I doing? I'm stirring up the power. James chapter 5, verse 16. Amplify. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man. Read the rest. One, two, go. tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working. This is what happens when you pray. As you are praying, tremendous power is made available. Now the power is inside. The power is inside. Okay? I'm th- this is vital power. This is not authority. This is vital power. This, this is like Superman power. If Superman does not obtain his power by authority of somebody. It is inside him. All he does is to bring it out. Now, how do you bring that power of God that is inside you? This is power of God inside you. The power that created the whole universe. The power that did everything is, is sitting inside that small girl sitting by you. And that small boy sitting by you. Hallelujah. How? How do you make that power available? How? How do you make that power available? I said, how do you make that power available? Speaking in tongues. I should pray in tongues. That power is made available into your hands. It's made available into your legs. It's made available into your eyes. belebe. As you speak in tongues like that You are making that power available That power available That power available And when you stretch forth your hands like that That power can exit from your hand That power is made available You see your eyes are exits For the spirit Your hands are exits for the power of God Your legs are exits for the power of God Every It, it comes from your spirit Into your soul, into your body And no devil out of hell can touch you When they touch you, you just hold them Even just a touch like that will just make a difference Just a touch Just a touch will make a difference The person is is struggling with you to hold you Other person holds you like that? The person goes If he touches your phone, your phone cannot be stolen Why can't your phone be stolen? Because the power of God is in that phone Chiefs and aprons left the body of Paul. Handkerchiefs and aprons left the body of Paul and made a difference. Beloved, there's something we have. We have something. We have something. We have something. We have something.
1: You on the path. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and bounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow T and Love Economy Church on all social networks, for more of God's word, don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless. You.